the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now let's head into the Rich Jekyll Score Studio with Christopher Hart and Lucy Polito. Hello and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And yes, indeed, we got the winning combination today because we got the award-winning score volunteer. I said to her, to her earlier, she's looking like a million dollars. I'm talking about Lucy Polito. How you doing, Lucy? I am terrific, Chris. You keep those compliments coming, and uh, I'll try to do better next week and look better next week. <laughs> All right. You see, folks, I can see Lucy and our guests, but they can't see me. <laughs> the way it's set up here. So anyway, uh, I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about SCORE. And everything SCORE's got going on, and they're always doing something, except for a, a particular period of time here during the holidays, and we'll tell you about that here in a moment. But uh, you can always reach out to SCORE. Uh, They are located in the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End there, just off of McGuire. You can also call them ahead of time if you'd like to sit down and talk with one of the volunteers at length, Uh, or you're welcome to stop by just to say hello. But if you call ahead of time, uh, you can uh, make an appointment, and you can do that at 407 420 for SCORE, it's 407-420-4844. And if you call during the normal business hours, which are 10 to 4 Monday through Thursday and 10 to 1 on Friday, you'll get an actual human being. Or if you leave a message, they'll call you right back. If you call after hours or before hours, you can leave a message and they will call you back at the very next opportunity. Now, having said that, as I said, they are there constantly throughout the year, except for about two weeks during the end of the year, right, Lucy? That is correct, yes. So you can, you know, plan on the score offices being closed. Now, if you have a relationship with a mentor, uh, you know, you can still be able to communicate with them, but the score offices will be closed for those two two weeks uh, to, through the new year. And so if you call and leave a message, they're not likely to call you back until after the first of the year. But nonetheless, there will be things happening at SCORE. They got webinars going on all the time. They got the Coffee with the Leader presentations going on, except during those two weeks. And all you have to do is go to orlando.score.org, the website, sign up for the newsletter there. You'll get the alerts ahead of time. You'll know exactly what's happening at SCORE as the events come along. You'll know the subject matter. You'll be able to sign up for events, these webinars and things, and the Coffee with Leader presentations. You can sign up there. And by the way, while you're there, you can also find uh, past presentations, which are archived there. You'll find the past radio shows, uh, the the What's the Score radio shows archived there. 
You'll also find all kinds of documents archived there. We're going to be talking today about starting a business and what you need to do first, and you'll be able to find the documents that you need right there at orlando.score.org, and you'll be able to download those and basically fill in the blanks, more or less. And uh, by the way, the same thing at the national website, score.org, score.org. You'll find all kinds of information there as well. And uh, that and uh, the uh, the coffee presentations and the educational presentations are presented to you at the inflation and deflation proof price. Lucy, you got to say it again. How much is it? You know, I've decided I probably will not go to heaven if I keep saying this word. <laughs> this whole offer that score has is free (laughs) that's right as old rich jekyll used to say it's free uh absolutely no charge to you folks because of great sponsors and grants that score gets they are a nonprofit organization and by the way if you would like to sponsor or make a donation to score it is tax deductible and if you'd like to be a volunteer like lucy at score maybe you just want to start out the new year doing something a little bit different with your life uh, you can find out how to do that as well. All of that at Orlando.score.org. So please take advantage of all of that. And once again, it's uh, it's absolutely no charge. And then uh, the phone number, 407-420-4844. All right, so that brings us to our guest today. As I said, we're going to talk uh, primarily about what you need to do when you're starting out. So we'd like to welcome to the show Ahmad Sadiq. Ahmad, thanks for being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Well, we appreciate it. You uh, haven't been on the show before, right? That's correct. This is the first time. All right, good. Uh, Well, the way we do is uh, we'd like to find out a little bit of bio about the guests themselves. And so if you'll just kind of give us a little bit of your background, uh, including where you're from. Sure, absolutely. So um, I currently live in Central Florida. I've spent the overwhelming majority of my life uh, in the Orlando area, and I'm very grateful for that. I was uh, uh, I was actually born overseas, so my my family and I we moved here when I was one year one year old, and uh, we've lived in or the greater Orlando area since about 1988. Um, went to elementary school, middle school, high school here. Uh, I graduated from the University of Central Florida with a political science degree, yeah. uh, and then I went on to uh, to go to law school at the University of Miami, uh, and uh, ultimately moved back to the Orlando area and uh, and uh, opened up the title company that I'm operating now. Uh, after law school, I, I worked in the uh, federal administrative law field for seven years. I, I helped people. Uh, get their social security benefits uh, and uh, worked with uh, a lot of judges nationally. Uh, It is a national legal practice area. Uh, And over that time, I worked for uh, a couple of uh, of firms and I traveled everywhere uh, from California to New York and uh, throughout all of Florida and and the Southeast area uh, of the United States. And, uh, you know, worked in that area for seven years uh, traveled a lot, uh, maybe a little bit too much. And uh, after my my wife uh, got pregnant with our second child, uh, she's had to sit down with me and said, listen, Ahmad, I need you to be around a little bit more. You've been traveling a lot. So we got to figure out a way for you to be here local and be rooted a little bit more in the Orlando area. And that's 
that's really where uh, the, the, the gears started turning, uh, opening and operating my own business, giving me a little bit more leverage with, uh, in terms of the time that I had and how much time I would spend developing a business versus being at home with my family. Uh, because certainly, uh, certainly was important for me to have both of those things happening simultaneously, growth in my personal career, but also being around for my family, being home for dinners, and not being gone for for days at the time, days at a time. So, once we had that conversation, um, you know, my my wife and I sat down. I, I started thinking about what opportunities I had. I knew I was an attorney, uh, and the initial idea was to you know, work within that industry, something that I've already done. Um, but I also knew that Central Florida was a really good market to be involved in in real estate. And I had uh, some personal relationships that I knew that I could leverage to create some success in terms of working within the greater uh, real estate industry. Uh, and some opportunities arose for me to open up a title company. Uh, and so at that point, I sat down and, and I started creating a business plan for myself and how I was going to set the company up and how I was going to use the relationships that I had within the industry to to kind of hit the ground running once the title company opened up. Uh, and, and then that's when I, I kind of set everything into motion to create what, what I'm operating now. Lucy, this is kind of a rare story because most entrepreneurs don't go into it, you know, as organized as this. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, that's absolutely right. I mean, I'm impressed that he knew exactly what steps to take before he started business. That's very smart. I, I wish I, more people would do that. <laughs> well, of course, that's why SCORE is there now, though, because, you know, because that's what SCORE does is is help you, guide you through this process. Because, uh, you know, Ahmad... Well, you know, we have to remember that, that SCORE helps to start the business and also maintain a business. And at times, uh, not very many times, but at times we also help them how to close the business. So, you know, you have like everything else, you have a start and then you have a finish at one time or another, because for whatever reason, uh, you know, maybe um, your spouse was running the business and now you don't know what to do with the business or you need to sell it. And we can help with that also. So we start, we can help from start to finish, if you will. <laughs> Indeed, you can. Uh, Ahmad, this, uh, you, you had kind of options, more or less, it sounded like, you know, as to what business to be in. And so you were thinking, you know, the, the apparatus of a business, where most entrepreneurs have like a talent or a product, and they want to go into business based on that. Uh, do you think it helped you to look at it from that other perspective, setting it up? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think for 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 me, uh, I think as opposed to a lot of the, the the entrepreneurs, up and coming, successful ones, is you know, coming into this from the perspective of looking at it as an attorney, I knew that I wanted to, in order to create the success that I wanted to have over the course of the next, let's say, 10 years, um, I wanted to create a, a skeleton outline of what I needed to achieve step by step so that I could meet those milestones going forward. But absolutely, I think that looking at it from a, a sort of a sequential step process uh, allowed it to be a, a lot easier to meet those goals rather than 
saying, well, let, let's let's kind of see what happens if I just do it. Okay, very good. When, when we come back, we'll talk about, uh, you know, how he went about that and how it could help you. Uh, once again, you're listening to What's the Score? And by the way, uh, Ahmad's uh, business is Land Trust Title of Central Florida. And correct me if I'm wrong about this, Ahmad, but it's LandTrustTitleCFL.com. Is that correct? The website? That's correct, yes. Okay. So it's Land, and you spell Land Trust Title out in the way it normally would be, and then CFL for Central Florida. So it's LandTrustTitleCFL.com. So you can go to the website and check it out while we're uh, speaking with Ahmad. We'll uh, be right back after this break. And by the way, don't forget to go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the newsletter if you haven't already done that, too. So stay right where you are because we will be right back with more of What's the Score? the score and we want to thank you for telling your friends and family about the show really do appreciate that got lucy polito from score along with myself christopher hart our guest today ahmad sadiq of land trust title of central florida uh, but we're going to talk primarily right now about what is uh, what you need to do to set up a business because as we were talking going into the break there a lot of you know entrepreneurs, uh, myself included, uh, had a, a specific talent, service, or product, and then you go into business, and you don't think so much about you know you know as you're going along, you're you're focusing tend to focus more on whatever that product or service is, and then the business end of it you know kind of tails along. Uh, Ahmad went about it the, the different way. He went about it the, the smarter way, and that is to plan, make a business plan, and not just how you're going to set it up, but what you wanted it to do. Uh, Ahmad, take it from there. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of, and this is how I approach it, and I think it is advisable for, for a lot of people to approach it this way, is, you know, when you're starting off, you're creating your business plan, you want to identify you know, what, and I think Chris, you said it best is, you know, what is the, the, the skill or the talent or, or the experience that, that I have that I want to bring to the community that I'm in? And then how am I going to leverage that uh, to create a successful business? And so, you know, once you're creating that business plan, you want to know exactly what you bring to the table. Uh, you want to have an idea of whether, uh, you're going to do this alone or, or are you going to partner with someone, whether it's a friend or, or a spouse or someone that you have worked with at some point in the past or a new relationship that you've developed? And those those questions are going to lead you to, well, what is it that I'm actually creating? Because you have your, you know, for example, my, myself, I'm an attorney, I'm operating a title company, but the bigger question of how am I going to, uh, how is that going to be structured? Is, is, the, is that going to be a single member LLC, a sole proprietorship, a multi-member LLC, or a corporation? And, and the reason you want to think of it in that way when you're creating your business plan is how your business grows in the future uh, will have an impact on, or an impact on how that structure that you've created is going to allow that business to grow. Uh, and, and so I wanted to think about not only starting the business, uh, but also how the business would grow with the trajectory that I had in mind at that time. And so then the question becomes, 
is it going to be a sole proprietorship, an LLC, um, a multi-member LLC? And those, there's uh, plenty of distinction between what's required of those two and, or whether it's going to be a, a corporation. Uh, and so once you've identified that, then you sort of set your, your, your uh, actions into motion to create that type of entity, and then you put the business within that structure. It's kind of like laying the foundation for a building or something that, that you want a good solid foundation that's going to allow for whatever you want to build on top of it. And, and, and so, so that's, so you got to customize it more or less to, to what your goal is. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I mean, and there's, there's consequences too on, on how, what type of entity you ultimately choose. I mean, if you're a sole proprietor, uh, and you're creating an LLC and you're the only member, you don't really need to worry about a lot of formalities or or agreements between you and other partners. And then that's where really things kind of get a, a little bit more complicated. Uh, so when you're, if you're a sole proprietor creating an LLC and you're the only uh, member of that LLC, you kind of, you don't, you do what you need to do to make the business run. You create the legal entity here in Florida that's as simple as going on to the Sun Biz dot or website and, and entering the information that they're asking you and ultimately you'll have an entity that you can work within um, however if you're creating a multi-member llc those initial steps are the same however because it's you and other partner uh, another partner or other partners you really want to create a uh, an understanding of what the relationship between you and your partners is going to be so for anyone that's opening up a, a small business and happens to be opening it up with other individuals or other entities, you want to create that operating agreement that's going to ultimately act as a foundation of what is the relationship between you and the other people that are owners of that LLC, uh, so that if there's any disagreements or any issues or questions down the road, you've identified very clearly what the relationship is and who's doing what between all of the owners of the company. And this, uh, as you said, it's Sunbiz. Was it Sunbiz.org? That's correct. Yes, Sunbiz.org, and that's where you find uh, the the various forms. I guess you you do it all right there online now. But it's the various forms for whichever model that you choose. Correct. That's correct. Yes. Now they don't tell you the the pros and cons, or you know the pluses or the minuses. It's just the forms to fill out. It's not their business to you know, be consultants, correct? That's correct. Yeah. I mean, so the, the, basically you, you'd go in there and you'd fill out all of the information as a data entry, but you have to do, you know, as a, as a business owner or business owners, uh, you have to do the legwork to try to understand what exactly it is that you want to create. Uh, and, and so, you know, that's, that's where you have to have a discussion with, uh, with either a CPA or an attorney or amongst you and your other partners as to, how you want to go about setting up the entity that's going to house the company that you want to create. And he's right about seeking some advice on this for most entrepreneurs, because once again, they're, they're coming into it with a product or a service and they don't have, you know, the legal uh, background to, you know, which one of these business models is the correct one. And of course, score helps out with that too, right, Lucy? That is absolutely right. You know, this is uh, usually when you start a business and you have somebody that's going to be with you, your partner in the business, you've got to make sure that you have 
all, that everybody understands exactly what they're getting into so that you don't have a problem down the road. So it's important that both individuals or two or three individuals, whatever number there is, that they all know what their uh, responsibilities are. And, you know, creating a business is like creating a family and everybody has their own responsibility. Everyone should really understand what it all means because it is, you're getting into a legal, with a legal document that could cause problems down the road. So you really need to understand what it means to get into business with somebody else or a couple of other people, you know. And it, it, this goes for both profit and so-called nonprofit organizations too. Is that correct, Amon? Yes, it is. Yeah. So I mean, if you're if you're opening up and there and there's the, our, our sort of our, dis, our distinction between an LLC and a, and a corporation is, uh, you know, there's there's an LLC is going to have the operating agreement that we were talking about, and a, a corporation is going to have more of a like a bylaw, which is a legal structure that dictates how that corporation is going to be run. And then the requirements between the for-profit and, and non-for-profit non corporations uh, are going to dictate, you know, how that board of directors that's ultimately going to be needed for that corporation to exist is going to be set up as well. Uh, and so you have to ask that question, too, is whether this is a for-profit or a not-for-profit not uh, corporation. And then you, you determine how those the, the, the profits would be distributed uh, for the for-profit entity and then obviously you wouldn't have that same same discussion for the not for not for profit so you know you in order to know what you need you need to know what the options are so you have your llc where you create your operating agreement your corporation where you create your bylaws uh and then you have to create this the the, the correct structure within each of those so like i was mentioning before a corporation is going to require that you have a board of directors uh, and that board of directors will operate the company independent of the initial owners of the corporation. Whereas with an LLC, if one of the members or all of the members uh, either pulled out from the LLC or didn't do the business anymore or or, or, or uh, passed away, that LLC would cease to exist. So how you set that company up, how you what structure you choose has a big impact on uh, how the future is going to look for that corporation or for that company. Okay. And the, uh, the, the sunbiz.org place, the uh, website, I'm sorry. Uh, as, as you said, that's where you can fill in the documents for the, the particular model of, of uh, business foundation that you want to set there, whether it's an LLC or a corporation. Do you have to go there if it's a simple sole proprietorship? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I would. You don't have to do it if it's a sole proprietorship because if it's if it's, you're not creating an entity, then you wouldn't need to do that. But I mean, a lot of times, even if you're a single owner of a company, you're still going to create an LLC. In which case, you would then go to the sunbiz.org uh, website and, and register that LLC. So you can open up your bank accounts uh, and, and move any assets that you have into that LLC appropriately. And that that sunbiz.org is. A, uh, a website that's run by the Division of Corporations of the State of Florida. So when you visit that website, you'll see all of that information out. And then uh, all the drop downs give you the options of filling out whatever forms it is that you need to fill out. Yeah. And uh, when you like register for these uh, corporations or LLC, there will be a fee, but you'll be able to, you know, obviously pay it right there online. 
and exactly uh, and so the once you fill the form out there it's going to give you the option of paying that fee at that point and it pretty much goes into effect right away at that point so it's the only thing that what what happens and and this is when you're creating your llc or your corporation the the one thing to think about is when when you're creating the name of the entity um you want to make sure that name's not taken. Uh, and when you go to that sunbiz.org website, you know, let's say I wanted to create an Ahmad Sadiq LLC. And I wanted to make sure that there's not another Ahmad Sadiq out there that's already created an LLC. I could go on there and, and search it and make sure that it's not there. Once you fill out the form, once you've discovered that that name's not taken, you fill out the form, you pay the fee. It's going to take the the, the vision of corporations. Uh, you know, it used to be a week uh, to turn around and, and actually officially uh, register that entity so you can find it on the website. I see. Depending on what time of year it is, it can take a week. It can take a couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, in the middle of summer this year, it, it, it had taken a couple of entities three or four weeks to get fully okay. registered. So, All right. Uh, yeah. Depending on where you are, it's gonna it's going to Sounds it's going to take a very okay. different amount. Very good. We'll pick it up after the break. When we come right back with more of what's the score. We are What's the Score, and thanks again for tuning in and telling friends and family about the show. We really appreciate that. I am Christopher Hart, along with SCORE volunteer, award-winning volunteer, Lucy Polito, and our guest today is Ahmad, Ahmad Sadiq, and he is the president of Land Trust Title of Central Florida. That's LandTrustTitleCFL.com, LandTrustTitleCFL.com. And I want to, in a moment, get to him and his business and how it has worked out for him. But I want to go back to these uh, the, the particular models. I, I think we know sole proprietorships, but you know, a lot of people over the last, what, decade or so have gone from being employees at businesses or corporations to being uh, contracted help, uh, you know, as, as the corporations have changed the way they uh, do their payroll in essence. Uh, do those folks need to set up corporations or LLCs, or is a simple sole proprietorship okay? Well, uh, a sole proprietorship should be fine. Uh, you know, a lot of the entities that utilize these uh, these independent contractors might even have limitations where they say they won't pay uh, someone who's created an LLC. So it really depends on that specific relationship that you have with that company that's hiring the independent contractor. But it's, it's not a necessity uh, to create an LLC or a corporation to be able to work as an independent contractor for one of these companies that are utilizing those types of um, services. Okay, very good. You said that there were, I think you said there were two types of LLCs. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So the, there, the, there's a single member LLC, in which case, you know, you ultimately you go on to whatever site you need to, to create the the uh the entity and that that's really it other than you know going and creating a bank account where the company can earn money and, and then can distribute out it's really just a couple of steps when it's a single member llc when you have a multi-member llc you have to go through a little bit more you have to create the operating agreement the operating agreement is going to tell us you know for example who's the president who's the vice president who might be acting as a treasurer uh, who's going to actually manage the LLC? What happens if there's a profit? How are those profits distributed amongst those 
members or owners of the company, if there's a, a loss, how is that loss going to be covered? Uh, there's a variety of different things that the operating agreement is going to give all of those members an idea of how to deal with as the company is running. Uh, in, in addition, when you have a multi-member LLC, you have the option of um, uh, getting the company structured in a way where it's acting as an S-corp or a C-corp. It's a little bit outside of my field of expertise in, in this discussion, but ultimately an S-corp is one in which the owners of the entity can pay themselves, whereas a C-corp is a more of a traditional corporation. You deal with issues related to double taxation and, and shareholders getting taxed as well. So there's a lot of different options when you have a multi-member LLC in terms of how you get taxed and the, the relationship that you can create between yourself and your partners. But those are ultimately the two different types of LLCs. Either you're doing it by yourself or you're doing it with at least one other person. And you want to create that relationship and memorialize that through the operating agreement so that there's no question as to how that relationship is between those partners and how that company should be uh, should be run. Lucy, did you have a question? Did I see you had a question? No, no. Okay, all right. Um, so the uh, I take it that, that you settled on an LLC for yourself? That's correct, yes. Okay. We have uh, a multi, uh, the, the Land Trust Title Center Florida runs on a multi-member LLC. Okay. Without getting into the specifics of it, how has it worked out for you? It's been it's been great. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very happy. I mean, we, you know, we talked earlier about sort of the catalyst of opening up an entity. It's given me a little bit more freedom with my own time. Uh, it's allowed me to sort of flex my my mental muscle a little bit more than I thought I was able to before. Uh, and I'm you know for the most part at home with my with my family. Uh, each and every night for dinner. So, you know, it's 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 been great. We've been open for uh, just short of five years now. Um, and, uh, you know, we're looking to continue expanding into the market that we're in. Uh, we, we sort of set ourselves apart from a lot of the other title companies uh, by the simple fact that this is a, an attorney-owned, an attorney-run title company, uh, which not all title companies are. So that gave you an advantage over the competition initially? Yeah, so I mean, as an example, uh, you know, if you were to go to a title company and say, listen, I'm purchasing this property and I'd like to discuss how I should take the ownership of the property. And this, without getting into the weeds of it, you have a few different options. For example, a joint tenant with the right of survivorship versus a tenant in common. Uh, a typical title company would say, here are your options. Here's one, here's two, here's three, choose one. And if the next question by the consumer is, well, what, what do each of these things mean? Like, well, what happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? Uh, a title agent who happens to not be an attorney has to say, uh, well, I can't answer that question. You have to go to a lawyer and have that discussion with them as far as what the implications are of taking title one way as opposed to another. Being a, an attorney-owned and run title company, I can step in at that point and have that explanation, have that discussion with the consumer and, and go above and beyond uh, what a typical title transaction would look like and give them advice, legal advice, as to what the implications are of how they're they're taking title and what the implications are for them in the future as a result of that. I can see, Lucy, how that would give him a big advantage. Yeah, go ahead, please. You know, I, um, I just have a kind of a dumb question, but 
other people who actually buy real estate and don't take out title? There, so, yes, unfortunately, yes. Um, and, and those, you know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of um, fraud that happens in particular in, in Florida. And when you're running title, ultimately what you're doing is you're you're giving a, an objective third party, whether it's a law firm or a title company, uh, all of the information. You have a contract, an agreement between a buyer and a seller. Hey, I'm the buyer. I'm paying this much. I'm the seller. I'm the owner of the property. And then what our job is, is to come in and research the history of the title of the property, which means we look at the legal description. Uh, you know, how, how many times has this property changed ownership? We also look at uh, the the all of the sellers of the property, the, the previous owners of the property over the last 20 years to make sure that there's no liens on the property, to make sure, most importantly, that the person who's saying that they're the seller or the owner of the property is actually the owner of the property. Uh, and so if you don't do that, you can't, you, you don't have a title policy at the end of the transaction that says, hey, we're if so, something is missed or if there was a mistake that we made or some other entity made prior to you taking ownership of the property, uh, we've got you covered. And ultimately, that's what the, the title company's job is, is to issue a title insurance policy at the end of the transaction to say, we've done our due diligence and made sure that buyer, you are taking this property free and clear of any issues. And now you can rest assured that this property is yours and that you haven't been bamboozled ultimately. Uh, so uh, if you're looking for Ahmad services, go to LandTrustTitleCFL.com. That's for Land Trust Title of Central Florida, LandTrustTitleCFL.com. Do you care to give out a phone number, or is that contact information on the website? The contact information is there, but I'm, I'm more than happy to give the phone number for the company. It's 407-675-4722. Let's give that out again. Sure. It's 407-675-4722. Okay. And we'll give it out again in the next segment of the show. If you didn't have a chance to write that down. 407-675-4722 for Land Trust Title of Central Florida. The You said you've been in business almost five years? That's correct. Yes, because that's a, that five-year mark. That's a pretty big milestone for businesses, right, Lucy? It sure is. I'd say kudos to you because you've done very well. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. the uh, the 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 title business itself, uh, I take it, was booming there for a while. Is it, it cooled off because of the high interest rates? It's definitely cooled off and it was certainly booming, uh, you know, about a year, year and a half ago, uh, we couldn't keep up with the orders that we were getting. And this is a weird market right now. Uh, you know, we were, we were talking, Lucy and I were talking before, and, you know, we, we tend to have a, a very busy Q2 and, and Q3 uh, each year. And our Q3 was relatively quiet and our Q4, which happens to be our quietest, uh, quarter uh, happens to be doing uh, really well. So and I think that has to do with the fact that interest rates maybe are starting to dip just a little bit. Uh, and because of that, I think there's a lot of buyers that have been sitting on the sideline that maybe see an opportunity to purchase a home finally. Um, and so it, it's it's been, an, it's been an odd year in terms of 
of, of the markets. Uh, but you know, we're we're still we're still heading in the right direction. I think. Okay. Very good. Very good. And once again, that's Land Trust Title of Central Florida, Land Trust Title CFL dot com four zero seven six seven five four seven two two. And as I said, we'll give you that information also in the next segment of the show. But don't forget to go to orlando.score.org. If you haven't already, sign up for the excellent newsletter there. If you don't want to sign up for the newsletter, at least just go there regularly, and you'll see what's going on. The archives are always building there. And uh, you, uh, as I said, you can take advantage of this at no charge. 407-420-4844 is the number for the SCORE offices. And remember, they'll be closed the last two weeks of the year. They'll reopen right after New Year's. Uh, New Year's Day, the next day, next business day. So uh, just make sure you, you get your, you know, questions in order. Get your, your your whatever you want to do with SCORE. If you need to speak with a mentor or need to speak with someone in the office, that you do that before those last two weeks of the year. 407-420-4844 for SCORE. And, of course, the website, orlando.score.org. And don't forget the Facebook page. We don't talk about that enough, but it is SCORE Orlando on Facebook. We'll be right back with more of What's the Score. We are back. We are What's the Score. And by we, I mean Lucy Polito and myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest today, Ahmad Sadiq of Land Trust Title of Central Florida. Before we get back to the discussion, though, I just want to remind you that radio is still a great way to get your information out there, ladies and gentlemen, to a mass audience that you can target. And now with Salem Surround here at Salem Media Group Orlando, not only can you use the airwaves, but you can use the Internet as well to target your audience. And they are great experts here at Salem Surround. All you have to do is go to surroundorlando.com or just Google Salem Surround. You'll see what I mean. And as I said, they're great experts in the web and all those platforms and that stuff. And they're also great experts because they live here in this community. So they know this community's inside and out. So that's Salem Surround, surroundorlando.com. Or you can call Surround, Salem Surround, <laughs> that is Salem Media Group, at 407-618-1760, 407-618-1760 for Salem Media Group Orlando. Go to Salem Surround. Google Salem Surround or go to surroundorlando.com. Ooh, that's a mouthful. All right, let's get back to the uh, to the conversation with Ahmad. Uh, Ahmad, do you uh, do any kind of podcasting or any of that sort of thing? Yeah, so we have two um, uh, video series that we are running right now. Uh, the first one, if you visit our LinkedIn page, that if you visit LinkedIn page, it'd be under my name, Ahmad Sadiq. Same thing with uh, the, the Facebook page. You search it under Land Trust Title of Central Florida. So the two segments that we do are uh, the first one's called Less Talk Title. Uh, and basically what I do in that segment is uh, I talk uh, a little bit about some of the issues that we're seeing in our market and some of the issues we've seen in some of our transactions for those uh, individuals that are in the uh, real estate industry. Uh, so real estate agents, mortgage brokers, home inspectors, underwriters. Uh, there's information, really good information about uh, what's going on in the industry and problems that we're seeing in some of the transactions uh, that that uh, we're dealing with here at Lentris Title Central Florida. We have a second segment that's called Ask Ahmad. Um, so basically what that segment does is 
It allows any of the people that are connected with us, and you don't have to be necessarily part of the real estate industry. You could be a consumer or someone that's looking to buy or sell. You can uh, ask a question. You can direct message us uh, via LinkedIn or on Facebook. Uh, and then I will take that question. I'll answer it directly uh, in another video that's going to be uh, tailored to that specific question. Uh, mm -hmm. And we will link that person that asked the question in the video as well. So if you happen to be a, uh, a real estate professional, we would link that in there and give you some cross marketing going on as well uh, if you have any questions. So those are the two segments that we're doing that are generally related to uh, title, the real estate industry, and also legal issues uh, that people deal with as part of the real estate industry as well. Are these as much to explain certain things as also do's and don'ts type stuff? Yes, absolutely. So it is general knowledge about, you know, for example, what we've talked about here today, you know, what is a title policy or what's the, what's really the need for a title policy? So there'll be sort of macro level uh, discussions of, you know, you know, why things are the way that they are. And then we can get kind of get down into the, the nitty gritty of, you know, hey, look and listen to this, uh, this nightmare situation that we had in a in this transaction where this person didn't do something and as a result of that the transaction blew up or almost blew up at the closing table so it, it, we can kind of look at it from a very uh, macro level or, or get down into the details of specific things that could go wrong and how to avoid them well that's really helpful too lucy to not just only the first time home buyer but somebody who's buying properties for investments Absolutely. I think if it's the first time you're getting into buying a real estate uh, of any sort, uh, whether it's a house or, you know, a type of uh, business location or something like that, you most definitely, uh, you know, if you're buying a business type location, I would say you should go to an attorney for sure. Somebody like Sadiq who would know that kind of stuff. And if you're buying a house for sure, you want to be involved in getting a title. I mean, I'm a great believer of that. So, yes, you, you know, anytime you do any kind of a real estate uh, deal, you got to make sure that what you're buying is going to be free and clear so that you don't have any problems down the road. Ahmad, we've heard reports, you know, that because the prices of houses have gone up so much so fast that the first time home buyers are getting squeezed out of the market. Are you seeing that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so what, what's maybe unique to our market here, and I, I think this is happening across the board, is you know we're dealing with higher interest rates than we've seen uh, in you know the last decade or so. But they're not really that high compared to let's say the last twenty or thirty years. However, uh, what's happening? There's two things happening. There's a there's a shortage of supply of houses in in the market in general. So you'll have, for example, someone who purchased a property in 2020, 21, 22, who was able to lock in a rate of 2.9%. And now they're going to hold on to that property. So usually you'll see that someone is purchasing a property and then selling it on average every five years or so. But we're seeing more and more people hold on to their property uh, for longer periods of time. And what's happening is that's creating a shortage of supply which means the value of the properties are, are skyrocketing. So now you have a situation that we didn't see 20 or 30 years ago when interest rates were higher, the value of the properties were more proportionate to a normal real estate market. Whereas now 
we're ha we have higher interest rates and increased values of the properties, which means you're dealing with more mortgage payments on values of properties that are much higher than they were just a few years ago. So you see a lot of first-time home buyers that are just getting kind of pushed out of the market uh, because the cost of purchasing the, the the properties is just so incredibly high comparatively. Wow. You know, I can remember when I bought a place and uh, the interest rate was 18%. This is many years ago in, in the 70s. So, you know, now the interest rates are, I guess the average is about six and a half, seven percent. To me, that sounds low compared to what I paid back in the days of the 70s, I guess that was. All relative. So, it's all relative, right, Ahmad? Yeah, all relative. Absolutely. 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 I remember I, I had a, a conversation with my uh, with my dad just the other day, and he was telling me, I was telling him about the market here, and he said, I remember when we purchased the, our home here in Orlando, the first one, the interest rate was 13% when they purchased the property. And, and you know, that's the, what we have in our market now, even though it seems high, it seems like a steal compared to that. But the difference between now and then is that the value of the properties have gone up 20, 30, sometimes 40% just in the last few years. So it's taken the market, it hasn't had the opportunity to kind of catch up with the way that the values of those properties have increased over just the last couple of years. So that's that's really kind of the, the major difference uh, between now and, and in the past when the interest rates were higher, it's just the value of the properties is, are, are so much higher and they've gone, they've gone up so quickly compared to how properties have generally increased in value. And I would venture to- That is true. I would venture to guess that at least here in, Florida in general and Central Florida, certainly in particular, that that trend will continue, maybe not as fast as it has in terms of the, the valuations, but because of so many people moving to Florida and there's only so much real estate, so many houses here already. I mean, you see apartments and townhomes being built all over the place and it's just trying to keep up, it's not getting ahead, just trying to keep up. So I, you're in the right place at the right time, aren't you? I, I would I would certainly agree with that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So and that was your plan from the beginning, though, to grow. Uh, just have a few minutes left. But, so how are you on your turn in terms of your your plans for growth? Are, are you hitting your targets? Yes. I mean, in, in, a, in a sense, we are. I mean, it, it's, it's been it's been odd for us because we opened up in 2019, just five months later. Yeah, we had the we had, we had the shutdown. And, and so. Uh, you know, we, we've kind of had an up and down over the last five years, but we're certainly headed in the right direction. And the, the video uh, that we're the videos that we're doing, the marketing that we're doing now uh, is helping us expand to sort of capture a bigger chunk of the market. Um, and so we're just going to keep heading in that direction uh, and, and keep trying to get more people to know about us and know about the importance of having title run on your property and, and doubly more important to to have an attorney that's review all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So you always have to be a little bit nimble when it comes to being in business, but you're better off with the plan than without it. I think in, in Army Special Ops, uh, they say that uh, if, you, if you fail to have a plan, you plan to fail, something to that effect. So uh, it sounds like you've you've planned well. You're, you're carrying it out. You, you know, you're, you're making adjustments along the way. And that's the whole idea. So we look forward to having you back in the not-too-distant future. See how you're doing. 
Absolutely. That sounds great to me. All right. And what are those? Uh, where can they find your videos again? Um, so you can look up Land Trust Title of Central Florida, both on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and we also have a, um, a YouTube page as well. So you can find all of our videos there. Uh, and, uh, and there's, there's a, a ton of good information on that for anyone that's interested in real estate or is a real estate professional. But you said you also had the, the one where you can submit questions. Correct. Yeah. So both, both those, uh, different, uh, video, uh, uh are going to be available on all of those platforms. So what happens is on any of those platforms, you can just message us, uh, that message will come to me and, and my marketing team, and we'll turn around and answer that question for anyone who's interested in asking something. All right. Very good. So land trust title of central Florida. LandTrustTitleCFL.com, LandTrustTitleCFL.com, the phone number, 407-675-4722, 407-675-4722. Well, Ahmad, thanks again for being with us today. It's been a great discussion, fascinating, and very informative. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. All right. Informative, and thank you. All right. All right, and don't forget to go to orlando.score.org, sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And if you want to meet with a SCORE volunteer before the holidays, give them a call, set up an appointment right now at, four, well, when you have a chance, 407-420-4844. And until next week, that's all for What's the Score. See ya. What's the Score is a public service presentation of Salem Media Group Orlando. All rights reserved. This was a pre-recorded show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.